You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What a world! Welcome and all to another episode of the Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's blog and theboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from right here as your humble host on the Ocho. This is a very special edition of the Ocho here on Thursday, February 4th, 2021. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and that you are excited. If you haven't seen our coverage of the Super Bowl and Super Bowl Radio Row, rather, over at SB Nation has obviously been happening in a virtual sense this year and we've had a number of guests stroll through the SB Nation NFL show I know you heard me interview Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray I also talked to Tennessee Titans cornerback Dory Jackson lots of fun stuff uh, Heisman Trophy winner Devontae Smith we'll see where he ends up for his NFL career in a few months today on Thursday I spoke with NFL Network's Kyle Brandt you know Kyle from Good Morning Football and of course from 10 Questions with Kyle Brandt the fantastic podcast that he hosts over on Spotify Kyle and I had a great conversation it is available on the SB Nation NFL show as a part of our virtual radio row coverage if you do want to hear it there. But I thought it was really interesting. Kyle has had a lot of takes regarding the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott specifically. And so I wanted to put it here so you would have a chance to listen to it. Later on in this week on Friday, we are scheduled to speak with the NFL's all-time leading rusher, Emmett Smith. So we will drop that here for you as well as soon as that is done. In addition to all of the wonderful episodes that you were getting this week per your normal routine here at Blogging the Boys. But uh, Kyle and I, we talked. We chopped it up. It was a great discussion and one that I think you're going to enjoy. And so I'm not going to keep you from it much longer. Here he is, Kyle Brandt on the Ojo. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Pleased to be joined now here on the SB Nation NFL show by the one, the only, the debonair, internationally famous, seen on every channel on your TV guide. If you're watching this on the Blog and the Boys YouTube channel, you can see him in all of his glory from Good Morning Football and spoiler alert from 10 Questions with Kyle Brandt. It is Kyle Brandt. KB, what's going on? RJ, it's great to be here potting with the boys. And um, 
You know, you do some of these, these radio appearances, podcast appearances, they're always fun. I really like them. But what I really enjoy is surprises and preparation. And I already sense both are coming from you off of that very stately bookshelf that's behind you. So I'm fired up to be here. Thanks. I, uh, I work from home and have been since before the pandemic. So, you know, you got to have the right setup. You certainly have a, a lot going on. You, you have everything that you have for good morning football. And I always appreciate what you bring, the angry runs and the talisman, whatever you got. It's always great. Yeah. And uh, you're a friend of blogging the boys. And so it's been a long time coming that we would get together again for the audio audience only. Kyle is wearing the jersey. Uh, I'll just go ahead and say it, Kyle, the Super Bowl 56 MVP. Dak Prescott, that feel fair to you? <laughs> that's a good one. You got jokes too, RJ. Maybe you don't though. Maybe that's real. I just know this, that like you said, it's been a long time coming since I've been on the show. I thought you were talking about the Cowboys being to a Super Bowl because <laughs> shoot, it's not even, it's not even the late nineties. It's the thick of the mid nineties, dude. It's time. Let's go. I know you um you once equated the Cowboys to a Long Island iced tea. Yeah. It, it hurt, but it was super accurate. And so uh, I appreciated it. I love your podcast. Again, 10 questions with Kyle Thanks. Brandt, a very different podcast than anything you get. I love the game show aspect to it. We're going to kind of do that here. I don't have, oh, cool. the, I, I don't have the sound effects or anything. So you're just going to kind of have to use your imagination. Uh, the premise for anyone that hasn't listened to Kyle's podcast, again, fantastic. Just had Brett Farvon. And I didn't even know it was pronounced Vigo. Um, you know, uh, I mean, Aragon, I mean, it was pretty great. Uh, so really great episodes and you, you go beyond sports. Uh, again, your pop culture knowledge full and well on display. Uh, but there's, it's a game show. You ask people questions about their lives. So remember that this is about your life, um, and tie it in a nice fun and conversation. So this is so fun. I think I'm flattered already that you've done this and I'm aghast did you were you under the understanding that the man's name was pronounced Vigo Mortensen is that what we thought of I think right? so I never really gave a whole lot of thought to it to be honest yeah. I um I had I don't remember what it was but it was a Lord of the Rings game for a Game Boy I don't remember which one it was but it was like oh, cool. it, it folded and my cousin and I would play it all the time and that was my that was my understanding of him you know what I mean uh that that was as far as I went and so Vigo I had no idea but I'm very excited to see falling uh you hyped it up very nicely yes, in the interview with him yes uh, I did. so looking forward to that but you did not know this i'll be honest kyle kyle okay. is wearing uh, a dak prescott jersey this I is am. four questions not 10 uh i went four for obvious reasons and like you lived four. up to that yeah you, okay. you're already doing very well so we will start again no fancy sound effects but right uh kyle super bowl 55 will be played this yeah. week obviously and there is a chance that it might rain there it has only ever rained in one super bowl to date what was that super bowl what a great question. And um, I should mention, you, you do a great job offering people lifelines. I have a clue <laughs> ready for, well, no, I mean, you, you only get one usage of a clue. I've got it for every question, just in case you might need. So of each question, you can decide okay. whether you want the clue or not. So you can take it here or you can wait. I don't need squat here, my friend. So you're doing the smart thing. When you play games like this, you, I do the same thing. The first question is always unbelievably easy. Sure. I asked Brett Favre, what's the name of the airport in Chicago? Oh, hair. Uh, the answer here is I remember it was raining because uh, it started off with a bang with uh, the great Devin Hester returning the opening kickoff against the Indianapolis Colts and the Bears are going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, Cedric Benson, may he rest in peace, fumbled and Rex Grossman, Rex Grossman and Reggie Wayne. So I don't actually have the number for you, but it was the Colts Bears Super Bowl in Miami, Florida, Tony Dungy versus Lovey Smith. I will take that answer. It was Super Bowl 41. Um, sorry, again, salt and wound because you're a Chicago guy. Okay. I know that. Uh, do you remember the halftime performer? You've already gotten the credit, but do you remember the halftime show? Um, I think, all right. So this was in that post Janet Jackson 
right. sterilization of the halftime show where it was all the people from our dad's generation. So I think it, it was either Springsteen or Petty or Paul McCartney. I guess it was a Paul McCartney or no, wait, no, 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 no. It was Prince. It was Prince in yes. the rain and the purple rain. And so I'll Ooh. give you a little bit of extra credit, but this leads me to what is, because a lot of people think that this was it. What is the greatest Super Bowl halftime show of all time? I don't think it's this one to be fair. Prince was really cool. Um, and it actually did rain. It was Purple Rain, which is divine intervention. The greatest Super Bowl halftime show of all time. Um, you know, the one that I thought just blew me away, and I, who knows what the greatest is. The one when it was Britney and NSYNC and Aerosmith really worked for me. And when I say it worked for me, I mean Britney's attire. She wore football pants. She had a typically Britney-style crop top Aerosmith shirt. And inexplicably, she had a tube sock on her arm which was so weird and yet it was so hot. And here's why you know this is hot, RJ, because that look was in January. She wore the thing. That thing was so iconic that nine months later in October, I remember women dressing up as the Britney Super Bowl costume with the tube sock on their arm. So listen, I know that there's been Prince and there's been Madonna and the, the weekend. Ain't none of them had the tube sock and had people dressing up for Halloween nine months later. I'm going to go with that. Maybe it was the most culturally significant. I can certainly buy that. For what it's worth, uh, NFL Network's Jane Slater is a friend of ours, too. She actually said that. She disagreed with me on Twitter. I think it's Bruno Mars in, in New York, New Jersey, whatever you want to call it. Um, shout out to Ted Mosby, of course. But uh, but that was awesome. I thought Bruno was such a great showman. And I do miss the the days where it was like a an event. You know, it doesn't, no, no disrespect to the weekend ahead of the game, but it doesn't, it doesn't have that same flair to me anymore. I don't know if you agree with that. Well, I, I don't totally agree. I do like the halftime show, um, but I will I will give you this. I thought here's a, the, the Bruno performance has a huge blemish in which Bruno is killing it. He's playing drums and he's dancing. He's playing the hits and it couldn't be going better. And then they're like, wait, stop the show. We need the chili peppers to run <laughs> on stage and play give it away from 30 years ago. Inexplicably, it was so unnecessary, so gratuitous. And I also was like, I actually thought some people ran on stage like past security and they were going to need to be tackled. No, oh no, that's Anthony Kiedis and Flea. Uh, listen, I loved them when I was in sixth grade. We all did at some point. There was no need to have them as part of Bruno's masterpiece. Wow. Well, um, to be fair, I'm only attributing the credit to Bruno. So I'm not going to fault him for something that he was not technically a part that's of. True. Uh, but uh, either way, uh, a well done job by Bruno Mars. All right. You're one for one, Kyle. You again, you normally keep score on 10 yeah. questions. You, Aaron Andrews and Aaron Rodgers. They're like, yeah, this was my score. Tyron Matthew, Paul Rudd, big time show, 10 questions. So there's no one to really compare this to. Uh, but still be proud of your accomplishment thus far. Okay. Uh, the second question, I am a big fan of the challenge on MTV. You were on the real world. A yeah. lot of people, I feel like still don't know this, uh, but still kind of a, a cool unknown fact. Um, so I will ask you this, Kyle, that aired, you can correct me if I'm wrong, in 2002. Is that correct? Real World Chicago? Yeah. Yes, that's okay. correct. So I verified this, the episode or rather the season <laughs> of the challenge that aired in parallel with your real world season yeah. was the battle of the seasons that took place in Cabo San Lucas. Now there were technically, uh, let's see here, two, four, six people that were accredited as winners for the battle of the seasons in Cabo San Lucas. I imagine you were watching a lot of MTV at the time because you were watching. RJ, your, your are you season. sure that it, are you sure it wasn't battle of the sexes or was it, it battle? Seasons. It was might... Battle of the Seasons, according to Wikipedia. Okay. All right. So, All right. yeah. 
I will accept any one of the six people who were winners of Battle of the Seasons. I thought giving you the location might help. Um, by the way, I did not fully realize that Anissa was on your real world season. Oh, yeah. You know, I still part of that. I was not into the real world then, but certainly into the challenge. Uh, but anyway, Anissa still part of this current season of the yeah. challenge, at least. But uh, so one of the six, your time starts now. There's no time limit. So really, that means. All right. Time. I don't know it for fact. So I will just go with you got to just go with the legends. Um, There's two. I'll give you that sub clue here. And you do have a, another unused clue, to be fair. No, I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. Uh, the big guy, the big guy who was on road rules. I think his name is Dan. No, his name is Mark. His name is Mark. I met him years ago. He was always really muscular and had like a blonde little like cool haircut and was really friendly. I think his name is Mark. I'm going to say either him or the guy Jamie from with a dark hair from Real World New Orleans. Was it either one of those? Mark Long was yeah. the was the host oh, of the shit. season. Uh, okay. So I'll give you a half a point. Um, there was, I don't even know who this is. Danny Roberts uh, was one of the winners. Danny I really, Roberts was from New Orleans season, right? And yeah. he was on an episode of Dawson's Creek. I know who mm -hmm. that guy is. He Look won. Well, he man. was part of the winners. I thought you okay. would get this because The Miz was one of the winners oh, yeah. on this season. And so was Coral. Coral's a living <laughs> legend when it comes to. Yeah, I, I used to hang out with Coral back in the day too. And I know, I know The Miz a little bit. Um, he's obviously gone into the stratosphere. Damn. You see, here's what people forget on 10 questions and what I forgot here. It's never just a random stupid answer. There's always something that connects it to you. And I've ha had Miz on TV projects that I've done and he and I go back and forth and see, I should have thought instead of just thinking of the best real world combatants, I should have thought me, but you're right. Okay. Coral, Miz, Danny, was there another one or that's it? The other people who were listed again, this is uh, pro Wikipedia, which is always super reliable. Elka Walker and Kelly Limp were the two that we had not mentioned yet. Don't know Elka and Kelly, but I'm sure that, you know, they did all the real world trappings and that's why they were there and good for them. You, uh, <laughs> you've tweeted before. Again, I do a lot of research for these, Kyle, not Good as much press. as you do for 10 questions. You've said before you would do a challenge for a hundred thousand uh, dollars. At one point you said 200,000. So, I mean, yep. maybe if that check comes in, you know, add it to your TV responsibilities, but you mentioned it. The Miz obviously has taken off into the stratosphere. You've taken off into the stratosphere. I mean, yeah. you look back at your career, like how cool is it? You were on the real world and you were one of the seven strangers. And now, you know, good morning football, 10 questions, all this jazz. It's gotta be pretty sweet. It's really sweet, man. I have no snark. I have no joke. It's really cool. Uh, you know, sometimes I get unbelievably flattered and someone will just send you a message uh, on social media, Instagram or Twitter or whatever. And they use this phrase that I've heard and they say, you have my dream job. And then they say, oh, you know, help me out. How can I do this? And sometimes I try to, but it's just awesome. It's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's um, I took a really weird path to get here you know, really weird and, you know, soap operas and Jim Rome and the real world and college. And it was, it, there's no reason I should be here. Like I, I'm on a network run by the NFL that employs ex-players like LaDainian Tomlinson and Deion Sanders, at least they used to Deion, Michael Irvin, Kurt Warner, like these are hall of famers. Like I'm not throwing the term on, they're legends. Some right. of them icons. And then you, you turn on the TV six hours a day and it's me, you go blah, 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 comparing the Dallas Cowboys to Long Island Ice Tees. That shouldn't be a thing. That shouldn't work, but it does. People seem to like it and my employers are very pleased. So it, listen, it's really cool, man. It, I, I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm not a religious person, but still the phrase seems to come out. I, I, it's, I feel blessed. It is really cool. I think um, 
I'm a big NFL network guy. I have been from the beginning. And right. I remember NFL HQ, NFL AM, yeah. and they were all great properties, but for you guys, and I know you've heard this a thousand times, you guys just have something and, and you, you all bring something very special and something unique. Uh, it truly does feel like the group you want to wake up with and enjoy your day with. There is this sense of like, Oh great. What are they going to say after the Super Bowl or whatever the yeah. case may be? Uh, there's no bits that like get stale. Um, and I will say like, to be honest, I've always found it interesting that so many players are so honest about that. I, I can't think of a show, yeah. uh, maybe Sports Nation back in the day uh, yeah. with, with Beatle and Coward, but that so many players are like, man, we, we've got it on in the training room or whatever. Like, it really is something that you guys have captured really well. Thanks. And I, I'm with you, man. You know, one of the promos that we had, the, the Net Network put together, just players on the practice field. Devonta Adams, I think it was um, uh, Zach Ertz, uh, Juju, on and on. People just saying, we love that show. We wake up with Nate and Kyle and Kay and Strags. And the fact is, is because they're NFL facilities on this TVs that are all over the facility, they have NFL network on often. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Aaron Rodgers has told us, like, you know, we watch the show all the time. Uh, literally every day we watch the show and we love it. So, it's really cool, man. Like, I, for some reason, they, they put us for the wacky a-holes together and people seem to like it. <laughs> I don't know how. And it, it works and we get to be on the East Coast and so we don't have to wake up at one in the morning. And um, I don't know. We, we really respect each other. And so that's how it works. Right on. Well, so you are one for two. Sorry, yeah, you, uh, you missed okay. the perfect game. It's all good. Hey, people miss questions. Uh, next one is the most NFL centered one. Um, kind of a uh, bit of a okay. spoiler there. Uh, again, if anybody's watching on the blog on the boys YouTube channel, Kyle's appropriately dressed for this question. This is a bit of a clue, not your actual clue, but take it as a, as a free gift. Uh, right. So Kyle, in a tweet in September of 2019, uh -huh. you were responding to Blake Shelton. Uh, Blake himself was commending and complimenting good morning football, et cetera. And so you, you know, cause you're a nice guy. You responded to Blake and you said, Blake, we can do it all day. I think we do a segment called old red about the Arizona Cardinals. And I have a, should the Cowboys pay their QB segment for a friend of yours called what? I have a really good memory for movie <laughs> lines, for dialogue, for statistics. You just pulled a tweet from 17 months ago. In the segment that I recommended to Blake Shelton and his like you know, 30 million followers was in reference to Gwen Stefani's holla back girl. And I described it as holla dak girl. Or was it? No. It was Dalla Dak. He got it. Dalla Dak girl. It's right. Well it done. Holla Dak. It was Dalla for the money and Dak. Holla back, Dalla Dak. That was pretty good wordplay. Yeah, this shit is bananas too, Kyle. I mean, well done. <laughs> um, so that was inspired by your, I do just like everybody else enjoy the finish the lyric, finish the line, et cetera. Um, it's become a little bit more popular, but you were on the DAC bandwagon before most. And we know that at Blogging the Boys, so we recognize you as an OG. What is it about this that is so captivating and annoying and ridiculous and amazing and stupefying after Dak got hurt I thought you nailed it really well you referred to him as, as I think it was the prince or the crown prince something like that of the NFL um, in that when he got hurt it's this thing that's that's felt by the entire league and so obviously who he is in the position he holds is really recognizable but this issue of him getting paid in fact we're recording right after Carson Palmer uh, did an interview in Dallas yeah. and said uh, yeah you should take less money because he's the quarterback of the Cowboys which is dumb, but what is it? Like, what is it about this player, this whole situation, this saga that makes it what it is? Yeah, I think when he got hurt, it, it, 
you know, it feels a little bit to me like I remember when um, years ago, Derek Jeter was sliding into third and the catcher was covering third and went and blocked the base and Jeter messed up his shoulder and like Jeter's limp, hanging his arm walking off and it sucks. I don't care if you hate the Yankees. The Yankees shortstop is a big deal. At least it was growing up for a long time. And, and I, I still believe in the Cowboys quarterback being a big deal. I do. I really do. And there was something that struck differently in me seeing him get injured than maybe another team's quarterback, as harsh as that may be. I was like, oh, man, Dak. Plus, the, you know, just Dak's such a good person and mm -hmm. just you know, the upbringing. I, you root for Dak. He's the, he's the dude in a lot of ways. And so it's compelling in that regard. And listen, I know what you're talking about with the Carson Palmer thing. And I saw one quote and everybody's teeing off on it. And Martellus Bennett was really pissed right. off. Another ex-cowboy. Um, I would love to see the full context because we've talked about this ad nauseum. Mm. There are advantages for being the Dallas Cowboys quarterback that you don't get from being other teams. That's probably where he's going in that taking $2 million less to be the Cowboys quarterback, you will make that money tenfold being the Cowboys quarterback because of this. I always say it this way. Um, Dak is in all kinds of commercials for which he's really well paid and God bless him. Do you think Dak Prescott would be in those commercials if he was the quarterback of the Broncos or the Seahawks or the chart? He wouldn't. And I would say this, uh, Philip Rivers has been a charismatic, uh, likable, hateable quarterback and winner for the last 15 years. Can you think of one national commercial he's ever been in? No, absolutely not. Matt Stafford, really great player. Everybody likes him. I could give a million examples of quarterbacks who are really good, who don't get those. And Dak does. And God bless him again, because he's the Cowboys quarterback. Um, the biggest example of all is that look at the guys in the booth. Troy, Tony, Witten walks off the field because he had a star in his helmet. They're like, Jason, do you want to Monday Night Football? You don't have any idea what you're doing or how to speak on TV, but screw it. Get in there because we watched you in the Dallas Cowboys for a long time. If Dak is a cowboy for life, even at a bargain, he's set for life. And that's so I think there is an advantage in that. I don't care. I hope he makes as much money as he can. But if he runs to who the hell knows, he runs to some small market team and he's on the Jaguars somehow, or he's even in Miami, he's in Minnesota. Like it's not going to be the same from 40 to 90. All right. Mm -hmm. When he's done, I do think there's merit in that. And I don't care if Carson Palmer is getting lit up. I think he's probably onto something. I think that there is, I don't, I don't think anybody would in full honesty say there's no truth to it uh, because you're right. I think Philip Rivers and Matthew Stafford are great examples. Rivers is most famous, like in a pop culture sense for the bolo tie. Like it took something extremely eccentric for him to reach that point of relevancy. And to the Matthew Stafford point, his most like notable pop culture accomplishment is being friends with Clayton Kershaw, uh, <laughs> who, who plays in a big market to that yeah. point, like the Cowboys of, of major league baseball outside of the Yankees, of That's course. True. Um, I think though, I guess that's that's where I, th I find this so fascinating in that it feels like at least in a Twitter sense, so many people have gravitated towards like you're either team Dak or team Cowboys, right? Like your team player or team, you know, corporate yeah. billionaire, whatever. And so people, I think, can acknowledge what you're saying because there is truth to it and say, well, so what? Like that isn't that doesn't give the Cowboys a pass. Like and maybe it would have given them a pass two years ago if they had extended him when he was initially eligible for that. But they've sort of bottled this uh, to the point that now it's and to the point that, you know, Carson Wentz, the day that we're talking is being floated out as, as a trade possibility. Jared Goff already got traded as along with Matthew Stafford. And so I think people are now just like fed up and pissed off to the point of, OK, just pay him because you have screwed him and, and we want to see that even out. You know what I mean? I know. And listen, I the Zeke contract's the worst thing I've ever seen. I loathe it. I, I absolutely hate it. And it's, 
I mean, it's gonna, it's, it hurts. It's gonna hurt. And they blinked. They blinked. Right. I think that I think that Jerry et al said, we gotta have Zeke here. We, we're gonna start the season without the star, the superstar, the jersey seller. And they they said, all right, how much do you want? And they paid him, and I don't think he's looked the same since. And sure, there's reasons for that, and there's mm-hmm. Zeke apologists. Fine. That's a big contract for a running back, man, who doesn't – even he, he appears pretty pretty good. He doesn't look special. Like, the Dak contract, fine. The Zeke one is tough, man, really tough. And I, I think that they are – if they don't already, they will regret it. Yeah, and I think that that adds to the frustration too, right? Like, you blinked for all these other guys. You weren't – you're not if, – if there's one yeah. person to blink for – Blink for Dak. Right, exactly. Right. Uh, that's the new campaign, blink for Dak. All right, Kyle, last question here. Right. You are two of three. Um, either way, even if you get it wrong, you will set the – Blog of the boys SB Nation record for RJ, most don't questions. patronize me. I want the three out of four. Damn it. Let's go. All right. So I have said that there are notable years in NFL history and really world history. But with regards to the end, this is kind of both. Uh, but 2006, kind of a slept on year with, you know, regard to the NFL. The first year of Roger Goodell being the commissioner of the NFL. The first year of the Sunday Night Football Package being on NBC. The first year that Tony Romo becomes the Dallas Cowboys starting quarterback. The year that Employee of the Month is released. A great movie that is, you know, kind Rain of slept Cook. on as well. I know. I, I love that movie. But uh, 2006 was also the year, again, remember, you have not used your clue. And all of these questions pertain to your life. 2006, the year that something important, a corporate foundation, was founded you see there's so many style points or flex points whatever you want to call it in not using the clue and i get people like that on 10 questions on the other hand the smart ones they're like no screw it use it right away like aaron Rodgers used it on the first question say i want to get a good score so 2006 there was a new organization founded in 06 i would call um, it a corporation a company you could get kind of loose with this um a, a conglomerate if you will give me the clue give me the clue i'll, I'll use the clue i want the, the clue is in a bit a bit of an assumption and i hope that honestly kind of hope this is uh the first guy the one who wants to be a millionaire you're like yeah i'm gonna call my dad and tell him about to win the million dollars whatever yeah, but I so tell him that uh that hold on that richard nixon was on laughing <laughs> right that. wow well done i wish that Thank was you. the question uh so again this clue is a bit of an assumption but i'm going to assume that it is an app that is among the most used apps on your phone and again this pertains to your life uh well is that is 2006 when the Pornhub app no uh I mean, that, um I did I, that one's on my my secret apps yeah I would say that in 2006 there's a brilliant company that started is it called Spotify it is three yeah. for four Kyle Brandt with the world record on four questions with Kyle Brandt. Spotify, the home for 10 questions with Kyle Brandt. I mentioned it already. uh, And this isn't just like, hey, let's praise the guest that's on. It really is different. And I think it's different in the way that Good Morning Football is different. Where did the idea come from to let's do a game show? Because I think it is clever. And and it takes a lot of research and studying to find these questions. Believe me, I know, having done it for a notable guest here. Um, it, It takes a lot of effort to tie in things really in an interesting way. I thought Vigo was a great example of that. Thanks, ma'am. The inspiration came from everybody has a podcast. <laughs> everybody. There's, there's nothing worse on Twitter that when someone tweets and listen, I'm, I'm no different. They'll tweet those little red siren emojis and they'll be like new pod alert, big things coming. And it's like, <laughs> maybe, but Oh my God, there's a lot of podcasts. So I said, if I'm going to do that, I don't know if mine is going to be better or worse, but I have to do something different. 
And I've been around enough athlete interviews over the years from NFL Network and from Rome to know that if you inject just a little competition to an athlete or an actor, the stakes go way up, way up. Like when Favre came on, I'm not sure he knew what he was getting into. I'm not sure he even knew what planet he was on that morning. But the second you can see it, RJ, they're sitting there and they're ready for the questions. And then when you say, and you know, on this show, we keep score and we compete against past opponents. They kind of sit upright and they're kind of, and they start texting their rep, like, what the hell did you get me into? And, and you have their attention. And um, that's all you need to do is say, well, McConaughey, I know you've done 50 million interviews about your new book, but have you ever competed against Tim Robbins and Kirk Cousins? No, let's see what you do. And then they want it. They want the score. They want to do well. And the secret is, Sometimes they get so distracted in what the trivia question is that their guard is down when they answer the real substantive stuff that comes after it, and they tend to be more forthright. So it's different. It's fun. Edge of your seat stuff, as this has been with four questions with you, RJ. Yeah, I think Kirk Cousins was a great example of that. I've, I've, I tell people all the time, I think Kirk is, is really underrated as a quarterback, but also in his understanding of the media, had a podcast himself uh, before he got like, you know, he went corporate and like partnered yeah, with sure. the actual Vikings to do it. Uh, but, you know, it was it was a great, like the question is this like, I don't say an icebreaker, but is this great sort of like the plastic film on your iPhone? And then it's like, okay, now let's play. Now let's talk. And like, right. oh, that's cool. You know, you had Scott Stapps, you know, you looked it up or whatever, like uh, cool stuff. Well, Kyle, this has been a lot of fun. We really appreciate you taking the time to join us here at BTB and SB Nation. Who wins this weekend? I mean, I didn't even ask you that because that's I keep flip flopping. Well, you, I'm curious if you agree here. I hate the the radio row when you ask every person who's going to win because, like, you can't ask that question every single time. You know what I mean? It's annoying. And what's your final score? I I don't know, 31, (laughs) 27. It's all no one ever says like 52 to 10 or 13, 9. It's always like, 30 something to 20 something it's always like a four point six point it's so so tedious and honestly i've flip-flopped like 20 times between the bucks and the chiefs that's my new thing this year just every person who asks me i give a different answer and i'm gonna get so grilled for it and they lose right now today thursday afternoon as we're taping this i say the chiefs mahomes doesn't lose games i mean Mm. brady gets a lot of super bowls he also loses game mahomes pretty much doesn't ever lose a football game so i will go with the chiefs today um, and you notice you use the phrase as you were wrapping up there. This has been a lot of fun, Kyle. A lot of shows end by saying, this has been a lot of fun. It's often not fun, let alone a lot of fun. RJ, this was a lot of fun. Well-researched, well-executed, really flattered all the time that you put in this and how much you obviously have listened to 10 questions. So thank you so much, dude. Of course, Kyle. Appreciate it. Uh, again, I'll try to maybe like a GoFundMe, 100K, because I think you should be on the challenge at this point. Um, it's like the only thing missing. You're, you're, no. you know, you are Thanos without the final Infinity Stone type <laughs> thing. I, Don't forget, it's 100K plus first class travel. That that's a very important part. Good point. And we'll put you in Cabo San Lucas too. You don't got to go too far. Oh, we don't need you in like Kazakhstan or no, whatever. Something that. super I'm far. Yeah. I'll do that one remotely. Uh, Kyle, thanks so much. Everybody watch Good Morning Football. 10 questions with Kyle Brown on Spotify. I really appreciate you taking the time to join us. Anytime, RJ. Want to give a big time shout out, big time thank you to Kyle Brand for taking the time to join us. Really fun and interesting conversation, certainly hearing about his path to good morning football. And if you haven't listened, I really cannot recommend his podcast, 10 Questions with Kyle Brand, enough. It is such an interesting way to get to know your guest, uh, one that I obviously copied because I think it is worthwhile. Um, I think what he said about Carson Palmer's comments is fair. I wrote about this on Thursday at blogandtheboys.com, and I think it's fair in the sense that you want context 
context behind what Carson said. I do think that Dak Prescott has every right to ask for as much money as possible. We've talked about that a lot here on the show, all over Blog of the Boys. I also think it's true. That's why, you know, Kyle and I talked about it. I, I do think it's true that the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys generally speaking, has more opportunities available to them than quarterbacks for other NFL franchises. However, that doesn't factor into the salary cap, right? You know, so if it did, maybe then the conversation would certainly be different. But since it doesn't, you know, the Dallas Cowboys shouldn't consider it some sort of discount that Dak Prescott has to apply to his contractual demands and whatnot. But either way, a really, really great conversation with Kyle Brandt. Can't recommend his podcast, like I said, enough. If it isn't obvious, I really enjoyed. He had Michael Irvin on recently. So if you do have Spotify, go back in the feed. You can listen to it. Uh, I wrote about that as well last week over at BTB. Just a really, really, uh, really fun way to get to know your guests but i uh, hope you got to know kyle hope you enjoyed hope you are ready to hear from emmett smith on friday uh before then you will get a new episode of girls talking boys before this you had a new episode of riled up with roy wright and tom ryle one of our newer shows here on the feed hopefully all is going well wherever you are hopefully you've got some great plans for the weekend uh, enjoy the super bowl whatever you're going to eat certainly would love to hear about it you can always tweet me or shoot me a dm on instagram i am at rj ochoa on both you can shoot me an email rj.ochoa at sbnation.com and you can do me a huge favor and have the absolute best day of all time. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you in Yana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out.